I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes, to the 30-something episode of the Disney playlist. 31st. The 31st right? episode. Doesn't what seem right, does now? it? Because they, they, they just did, like, number 60 or 61, okay, so it's like they yeah. start pumping them out real fast, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah. animation got quicker, I think. That is true. Here we are with Aladdin. Back in 1992, I am the Green Traveler from Gorge, and update the my my liaison with the government said that uh, that part of the NDA is gone because most people already think that Gorsh is a joke, so it doesn't matter. I don't have oh, to clarify okay. that Gorsh is a joke. All most right. people think we're just kidding around. Okay, so that's it perfect. is real. No, it, it, yes, <laughs> right. I can say yes. It is real, folks. They're from Gorsh. Uh, it's lovely there. There's just really bad political systems. And I don't know why you chose here, to be frank. I didn't. It was a banishment. You don't get to oh, choose right. where you're banished to. You're just oh, banished. is that right? I figured... Well, not in Gorsh, at least. Gorsh. Okay. I mean, some areas on... The, like, if you look at, um, um, you know, Earth people history, there you are some that You do get banished really, like, they... two places. It does seem yeah. that way. Yeah. 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 I get that. You would think all of space and time I would have all of the fucking opportunities I want, but no, they're just like, nope, there. There. Earth. I don't know. Primitive yeah. little Earth. Something to do with probing, I think. You know, some kind of <laughs> joke. You can work that one out in your heads, couch potatoes. You can figure out what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking I don't know what you're talking about. I'm mysteries bad. within mysteries and enigma. Have you uh, introduced yourself? Oh, I'm the faceless Leon. Um, <clears throat> I uh, don't have an NDA. And I think that's because people no. just think that my actual existence is so unbelievable. Right. I don't feel like, seen. No way. No <laughs> way are you a clay person blob. <laughs> but I, I mean, was honestly, created I in the same year as this film what date what like what actual date did it come out like august probably you think i don't think know. august november 11th 1992 oh you're so older than this i'm older by than almost this. A, by almost al a half a year almost a like half five year. months yeah i'm almost as much older than this as my wife is older than me gross <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is one. Uh, I think this was probably. I don't know. It's like it's hard looking back at the uh, the Disney Renaissance era, looking at all those films. I'm, I'm trying to remember which one we, me and my brother, watched the most, and it probably would have been Aladdin or this Aladdin too. Like most definitely, my all time watched disney movie my favorite disney movie growing up 100 percent. nice i liked the See, other like, ones obviously and you need variation in life i've always felt right. so anyways but i i mean i agree with you <laughs> no i i, I do I think this movie. was probably my favorite because i remember we even watched the show a lot um because there was a show right or was it just the yeah there was uh, a show yeah so the return of jafar movie 
they used that to introduce the show. Um, mm. And then there was another movie uh, called About Aladdin and the Prince of Thieves. Yes, where he meets right. his dad. Yeah, I remember that one because I remember I remember watching that one when my mom was putting like I don't know why I have a vivid memory of helping my mom put up the Christmas tree while that show like that the the Prince of Thieves was on and me and my brother were trying to watch that while helping mom put up the Christmas tree because we we enjoyed helping her put up the Christmas mm. tree no, but at the I same time we, we we couldn't be torn away from the mo- the movie yeah. so it was very weird because we would we would like be trying to do like a hop back and forth right. thing because we were just like ah I, I have mom, a vivid memory of that and I don't know why my mom always wanted us to help her put up the Christmas tree but she was very very particular about how the Christmas <laughs> tree was supposed to look so yeah. it wasn't very fun for me <laughs> we, were, we were mom was pretty particular as well because she wanted it to look good right. but she she was pretty good at letting us put things on there and then as we would hop back and forth to like to whatever else was like occupying our attention she would just move it to where it looked better <laughs> and like we wouldn't notice <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe my mom did that when we were younger but she she was more like okay now see look See how I got this kind of pattern going on? Why don't you why don't you follow that pattern? That'd be great. You're like, no! If <laughs> you're like, all right, mom, if you want it a certain way, why can't you just do it? <laughs> <laughs> just cut us out. <laughs> oh my god. And now my wife no, is this. sad because I don't care to decorate the tree. <laughs> Aww. You gotta yeah. fix that. You make it make it a fun that. event between you. Yeah, I mean, but, I meant you know, to. I meant to get neither a tree of this us year, are but... religious, but we yeah. do believe in the gift giving aspect of the holiday because it does feel good to give stuff. Now this year, yeah, uh, we had no money, so that's not <laughs> happening. But <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like I enjoy the holiday. I'm not religious either, but like. I enjoy the aesthetic of the holiday. Yeah. So it's like, even though I'm not religious and don't really celebrate Christmas, I still put up a Christmas tree and have Christmas lights just because I enjoy that look. It's warm and and inviting. Exactly. And then most of the time I just keep that up, except for the Christmas tree. I'll take the Christmas tree down, but I keep the Christmas lights up year round because like, I just fucking like it. It's nice. Sure. Yeah. 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 I forgot to get a Christmas tree this year. I need to get a new one. And I went to buy it, and they were expensive as all hell. And I was like, right. nah, I'll just wait until after Christmas and buy a cheap one. And then, you know, have a Christmas tree next year. There are these things, the, these wheels that you put on your back and roll on, and mm-hmm. helps you with your alignment and whatever. And nice. we both want them, and it's not like we need two pair. Um, so, Yeah. We're, we're maybe nice. going to do that, and then we realized that it is a medical device, and we have this special secret medical savings through her work that you can nice, use yeah. for stuff. So we might not even have to use our monies for it. <laughs> yeah, my work has the well, exact same thing, monies. and I just I don't utilize it. I need to utilize it more because it's right. really helpful, but my brain doesn't think like that. And I, yeah. I, 
so many people at work have been like, well, you need to get your brain in fucking in shape and start thinking like that. And I'm like, you're right. You're it's right. It's there. It is there. <laughs> well, like, I need to use it. We are have gotten to the point where it's about to expire, the money, which that's some mm-hmm. bullshit because you put some of that money in there and then the company matches it or something like that. Yeah, that is bullshit. Um, but anyways, yeah, so we're, we're trying to find ways to use it before it's gone, but uh, just a refund, you spend your money and then you tell them that you spent your money and they're like, yeah, that works. And then they give you money. (laughs) Oh yeah. Ours came with like a debit card. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Aladdin. We've been going at it for almost 10 minutes here and we have not yet really talked about Aladdin. Besides the fact that we enjoyed We're it padding as children. It. We're padding it because what always happens is we talk a movie we love and we don't want to like divulge too much or we don't want to spend like 30 minutes like gushing forever about the exact same stuff. And so the episode ends up being like 18 minutes and we feel bad about it. <laughs> And so we're padding this one because we both really love Aladdin, damn it. Well, let's talk about the synopsis of this movie. And I'll do it because I, like I said, really love this movie. First off, there is, you know, some problematic things about this movie. It is set in the Middle East and the cast is almost exclusively white. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it, it's hard when it comes to animation because I don't just know. Like, I don't voice actors, and there's yeah. the pool used to be a lot smaller. I think for voice yeah. actors. Now they and got Robin like, Williams, even... obviously, and yeah. he's a big, big name. But he's probably yeah, he's the only amazing. big, big name that they felt like they could afford to put on it because he was expensive at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I feel like he probably wasn't too much for them. Like maybe a million on a for budget Disney, of 28 Yeah, million. maybe not too much. But they don't really, if you haven't noticed, put too much money in getting like star-studded casts in their animated films. There's usually like one or two stars. Well, it used to. It used to be that way. Nowadays, it's like we've got Dwayne the Rock Johnson, we got Jermaine Clement from Fly of the right. Concords, we got right. like you know they they try to pad that shit now. Yeah, this is true, they, but that I think the is last because one was Jake you got all and, these actors <laughs> who really grew up on like the good the good shit that Disney yeah. put out. So they're they're like, hey, I do want to be in your Disney movie. You're right. gonna make that yeah, happen, but, but, right? but you're right. They usually do have one big name draw, and then a bunch of like smaller big name draws. Right, like um, Gilbert Gottfried is in here as the Oh my god, Perry. dude, I love it. Yeah, rest that, in peace, Gilbert. Another sad. Oh, did he pass? Twenty twenty two taking. He did. Yeah, back in I think early this year, like April, it was a twenty twenty two thing. Another sad celebrity death. This year was just like this year was just like 2016, where it was just like so many very sad uh, celebrity deaths. Uh, You broke my heart, Gilbert. First, you made a joke too early, and then (laughs) then (laughs) you died on me. Oh, sorry, Birdman. It's so sad. You lovely Birdman. He is a wonderful Iago. I do love him as I love him more as Return of Jafar 
uh, Iago than well, as this Iago. a good guy, yeah. Yeah. It is nice. Yeah, but he's much more enjoyable yeah. than... As the as the villain sidekick, he's kind of like he's still good. He's still very enjoyable, but like you yeah. you hate him. Oh movie. yeah, he's almost more tr- twisted than Jafar. Like he gives yeah. Jafar ideas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's really annoying. It's like oh yeah. god, ah, will you just become an antihero already? Jeez. Uh, so Jafar, since we mentioned him, he is the Sultan's vizier, uh, vizier and uh, is played by Jonathan Freeman and. Just what a performance! I I love Jafar as a villain. Um, yeah. It's anyhow, really here's here's the synopsis. So, Jafar wants to get the the lamp. This movie is about Jafar and his quest for the lamp, the genie lamp yeah. that uh, grants wishes. You find the genie, and they give you three wishes, and uh, they might go away. You might say that uh, uh, Avengers: Infinity War is a direct inspiration from Aladdin. It's, it takes a lot of inspiration from you know Jafar's journey. That's right. That's to, right. Yeah, yes. to get the land to get That's, for Thanos', Thanos journey, journey to get the yes, yeah. yes. So beautiful stuff. It's beautiful. So our protagonist Jafar, he gets this little guy. Uh, I think his name was like Gazim. Uh, I think that's right, but he Adele Gazim. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was just Gazim. <laughs> John Travolta was Jafar. <laughs> so Go get me the lamp, Adele Gazim. <laughs> so he he sends this guy up to the Cave of Wonders. Uh, oh, who played the Cave of Wonders? Oh, it was Frank Welker. We knew Frank that. Welker. We talked baby. about that a couple yeah. weeks ago. Um, God, I love Frank Walker. So Scooby Doo says, <laughs> Scooby, Scooby, "I'm just imagining the Cave of Wonder being Scooby Doo now." The ca- I know, right? <laughs> the Cave of Wonder, or just Fred? Yeah, or Fred. Uh, he <laughs> he says, "Gee, Velma, if you come inside, you better be the diamond in the rough." <laughs> I do a significant amount of teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Anyhow, this guy, Gazim, goes in there, and he wasn't apparently the Diamond in the Rough. So now Jafar's quest is to find the Diamond in the Rough. Right. And then we bring in the MacGuffin of the story, the title character, Aladdin. <laughs> <gasps> Aladdin. You know, I, honestly, there's there's something about that that bothers me is um, Jafar does a spell to find the Diamond in the Rough. You know, uh, Iago's running on a little machine. There's a lot of a lightning. It's a really cool scene. And, you know, through a, through a sand glass, he sees Aladdin. Um, and, and it bothers me because he could have just done that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) why, 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 I guess maybe, I guess the first guy. Yeah, I don't think he, I guess, yeah, I guess the first guy, he didn't know he needed the diamond in the rough, did he? This was his first attempt into the cave. Yeah. But it's just so. like, as a kid, I didn't understand that. As a kid, I was just like, why did he why send this last guy in? He, he knows that he's <laughs> like, what's going on? So Aladdin is the diamond in the rough. And uh, that's just because he it's a metaphor for the state of his life. He's a good, good boy, but he's forced yeah. to uh, thief for, you know, to survive. And he is called a street rat multiple times. Earlier... I was talking about the placard that they put up 
at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. There, there are some interpretation of Arab people that uh, could definitely be uh, construed as an exaggeration uh, or uh, insensitive stereotypes, just to fair mm-hmm. warn people. But just all in all, it's a charming, heartwarming movie, I think. And I love the setting right. as well. And I, I hope that it's not me loving the exaggerated version of this setting. I think that just that the Arab world is very interesting, especially in its folklore. And I well, have think you ever read uh, the Thousand and One Nights or whatever it's called? Yes, it's a, the yeah. Thousand and One Nights, also known as Arabia Night. Yeah. I've been waiting to do that. <laughs> I love it. Like those are the, like I remember reading those as a kid, or like abbreviated versions. I did that not. Were like I read, I had like the abbreviated version of Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I read the official version because I feel like mine was definitely suited more or tutor, tutor, tailored, tailored, tailored more towards kids. Tutor, tailored, soldier um, spy. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I mean, the the original stories are also kind of tailored towards kids, but they, you know, they different language, more archaic kind of feel, I think. But like sure. the version I read definitely was like illustrated, had lots mm-hmm. of like child appeal. Yeah, and like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, like. Because those were were those anonymous? Who wrote those? Well, uh, I'm not sure, uh, but the There's folk tales. Yeah, I don't remember who wrote the the first publication of it. But when it was translated into French, um, uh, Antoine Galland he um, he added Aladdin and Ali Baba and the ah. Forty Thieves which were just oh, folk okay. tales that he had heard. He said that he heard um, Aladdin from a Syrian uh, Maronite storyteller. <clears throat> and he, gotcha. he named the guy Hanadiab. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, it, it is pretty cool. So there's actually no... Uh, uh, some people speculate that this uh, Antoine guy might have invented them. But I think there's been more evidence in that the, there being an actual folk tale uh, of Aladdin right. and the genie. Um, his version of it is the only written down version. Is the thing that's that's why gotcha. there's the speculation. But the, it seems that people in uh, the area tell the story. So mm. there you go. The world may never know. In that story, though, to talk about the differences, uh, there the Jafar character is a sorcerer. He tricks uh, Aladdin into believing that he's his uncle, and that's how he gets him to come with him. And, Jesus. Yeah. So it's really not much to do uh, with the Sultan until later because aladdin had met jasmine i think and, or I'm i like this sure. version better yeah do you anyways in the in the real life it, not in the real life in the movie that disney made um he meets jasmine the meat cute and that's because she that's what I is I, mean, I like the disney version better sorry oh you like the disney version better gotcha yeah so Jasmine is played by Linda Larkin and she is the princess daughter of the Sultan played by Douglas, uh, Seeley. And 
she runs away to have a day in the market just to get out. And, but she has no idea how to interact with uh, common society. She accidentally steals. Uh, and uh, Aladdin helps her out because, you know, he knows how to scan the system and actually steals yeah. more food. And, uh, and he's also very sympathetic towards people like him. Right. You know, like they've shown they've shown where he had like uh, him and him and his trusted monkey, Abu, um, who is also voiced by Frank Welker. Um, they stole some fruit and that was all they had at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And he was about to dig in, but then he saw like a starving kid nearby yeah. and he gave the starving kid his fruit instead. Yeah. And it's just it like, was you bread, just but know. I appreciate you bringing oh, that up thank because you. it is a yeah. very good character moment re- revealing for Aladdin who's played by Scott Winger. If we didn't say, yeah. And it's just like, you immediately just know he's got, he's got a heart of gold. He's a yeah. thief, but he's got a heart of gold. That's like, right. He's, so he's nice. the diamond in the rough. He might have stole that heart of gold, but still. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, gets arrested um, uh, because of this Jafar thing. It has nothing to do with Jasmine. But Jasmine is like, stop in the name of the princess. Or whatever. And she doesn't sound like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she, uh, she tries to get, I think it's Razul, played by uh, Jim Ken- Cummings. To leave him alone and yeah. he's like no i can't jafar told me to do this and apparently jafar outranks jasmine and so once she brings it up to jafar Jafar's like oh he's already been killed i'm sorry and so she now believes this guy that she fell in love with and the market is dead yeah and we gotta we also gotta talk jim cummings like it's really hilarious that he's just the captain of the guards yeah, but like that voice is so iconic to oh, like definitely. our childhood. To to like, this movie in particular too, like yeah, it's true. Yeah, I I remember him as Monterey Jack, and then I pulled him up, and I was like, oh yeah, he was the original voice of Scooby D- or of Winnie the Pooh. I mean, he was Tigger, the Tasmanian Devil. Uh, Just... the, sorry, the I say the original voice of I meant the official voice of Winnie the Pooh gotcha. in, two, in 1988. Now I read Wikipedia wrong, but you read it wrong. Oh, and he was Pete, Pete the cat. <laughs> was Pete a cat? What is Pete the cat? Oh, oh, Mickey's rival. Yeah, gotcha. Was he a mouse? What the fuck was he? And Pete the cat? He's a cat. Yeah, he's defined as a cat. Okay, cool. Okay. Anyway, like looking at his animation, I'm just like, what the hell is that thing? <laughs> Pete? Yeah, Pete's a cat. <laughs> just, sometimes it just doesn't look like a cat. I was just like, what the fuck? If this uh, conversation has seemed very disjointed to the couch potatoes out there, it, there is a little bit of internet situation that went on during it. So, <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I also have like strong ADHD problems this, this weekend right now. So, Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I get lost on trails. <laughs> me too. Me too. This whole uh, thing seems to be going that direction. But we're going to get back <laughs> on track here. Uh, so Aladdin goes is in prison, uh, thought to be dead, and Jafar, disguised, helps him out uh, and takes him to the Cave of Wonders. And uh, he gets the lamp, but Abu 
Frank Welker is too greedy and takes a big old jewel, yeah. tries to, and that sets off the curse, the melty curse of the Cave of Wonders. And they got to escape the lava on the frying carpet that they found. And uh, they don't. And Jafar tries to... That's because Jafar kicks them back down um, while trying to take the lamp from them. He thinks he gets it from them, but Abu steals it back. They rub it. And Robin Williams joins the cast with one of Yay. the best numbers. Oh yeah! All really the numbers are great. All the numbers are, are hilarious. Uh, and I had yeah, the truly. subtitles on this time. And oh my god, the things that you miss just from listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that, that's the nice thing about subtitles is you get more of the script that's like lost out just from the yeah the audio version of things. Because sometimes things are just too fast and your, yeah. your brain just doesn't pick it up. But like literally rewatching this, like every fucking hit song was a bop. Like mm-hmm. literally every single one, fucking loved it. So I don't good. know if the kids still say Bob. I don't know if they that's do. still a thing. I think so. They, if not, we're right on the tail end of it. <laughs> they said it yesterday. Damn it! <laughs> they said they change so fast. They all they're growing up so so quickly these days. But no, every every single song was amazing. But once once Robert Williams joins, the movie goes from being. Um, very enrapturing and enjoyable to crazy enrapturing and enjoyable. Like, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it just it's just so much fun once he becomes yeah. a part of it. Yeah. It, like, it's Robin just, Williams uh, definitely made this movie, but the movie was already really good up to this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he yeah. is the, the peddler at the beginning. So, Frank, uh, technically, yeah. he opens up the, the show. Um, right. <laughs> But and I always wondered Jeannie as a kid. I thought they were they were linked. I thought that mm. it was the yeah, genie telling too. the story. Me too. I and yeah, I don't know if there's a conspiracy or if they just wanted to have Robin Williams voice multiple characters. But I always felt like it's there's something there. There's some yeah, kind of message or a secret. I I always felt that way as well. And uh, I am kind of surprised that I actually even picked up that it was Robin Williams as a kid because. Uh, at first, when he started the character, I was like, "Oh, I always thought this was Robin Williams," and then, and then you know, he's like, "No, wait, come back!" And I'm like, "Oh, there he is." Yeah, <laughs> there's moments where his yeah, where he, where he slips in there. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love the performance. Uh, obviously, you know, I think nowadays we're not so down with people being cast cross culturally. Um, Mm-hmm. But you know, it was thirty years ago, and he did a, yeah. a pretty great performance. It's not like he, well, he he might have at some point, I guess, uh, got on stage dressed as somebody else in a different culture. Um, Probably, I think. Well, I, mean, I, I feel have, like now that I think about it, <laughs> I don't know the way I look at it when it comes to comedy. And when it comes to doing voices of like, you know, parodies of other religion or uh, other religions of other accents and stuff, like, I guess the way I, the, where I've settled on it is if it's, if it's coming as to make fun of it, then it's, then it's wrong. wrong. Yeah. If you're using it to help tell a tale and there's comedy in it, then it's fine. Like you're not yeah. using it to make fun of it. You're just using it to, to give a personality or to lend, you know, deeper credence and like something to your tale. Right. Like, 
I, and I, I feel can... like that's kind of what he was. I feel like he wasn't trying to do a voice to to make fun of it at the beginning, no. at least. No, 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 no. I I don't think so either. <clears throat> but yeah, there, there there's no uh, malicious intent. I think that yeah. is important to to consider. And you know when you when you point something out to somebody, or when society starts saying, "Hey, this isn't okay," then it's like, "Oh, right. okay, yeah, you're right," and then it's over. That should be where we'll put a placard. We'll put a placard in front. We'll of put it, a maybe. placard in front of it. Yeah, because we still think it's a good movie, and it is still a good movie. It really uh, is. So, I Genie, like I said, gives three wishes. That's where I want to get to. Just just for explaining the actual character of Genie a little bit. So uh, he gives three wishes. First off, uh, Aladdin tricks him because he's very uh, charismatic and can do things like that. He tricks the, he, yeah. the genie into helping them escape the cave. And then he's like, okay, kid, you got two more wishes. And he's like, I never wished for anything. And the genie's like, oh, I feel sheepish. And, uh, it, you know, he, he's, he can transform into anything. It's a lot of, it's a yeah. big part of the humor. In fact, he turns into Rodney Dangerfield at one point and, uh, um, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I really enjoy, um, that moment too with, with Aladdin, because even though he just tricked the genie, the genie is also kind of charmed by Aladdin. Yeah. And it kind of yeah, shows in that him. moment where yeah. it's like, you can see where he has like a moment of like anger at getting uh, tricked because uh-huh. when Aladdin points it out to him, he's like, "I never wished for that." He's just like, mm. and then he thinks about it. He's like, "Well, gee, ain't I just a klutz? Like, you know, like <laughs> it's that's like, just you, dumb of me. You got me. That's clever." Yeah, and it's nice because Aladdin's just a very charming fella. That's true. He just he has that. He just doesn't believe in himself because right. of his his role in life. Right. So, um. Exactly. Uh, and, and speaking of his role in life, he doesn't really know what to wish for. And he asks the genie, what would you wish for? And genie says uh, that he would wish for his freedom. Like he has to have a pride out of him because it's not really something he's ever been asked before. But <clears throat> right, he would wish for his freedom. And Aladdin says, okay, for my third wish, I'll wish for your, your freedom. And uh, that there is the promise uh that he makes with genie to become really best friends with him and um he then wants jasmine uh he wants him and jasmine to be in love with each other and get together and the genie's like i can't make anybody fall in love that's one of the rules i can't bring people back from the dead um and you can't wish for more wishes can't wish for more wishes can't kill can't kill somebody i think as well um so the genie's like well i can't really do that and he's like well she can only marry a prince (gasps) make me a prince and then they have you know a fun uh makeover scene uh abu gets turned into an elephant and we'll leave the rest of the story from there i think (laughs) (laughs) i was wondering i was like i I didn't know if you were just gonna keep going with all of it well i just uh, i wanted to get at least that promise in there uh because that's a really big part of the story for genie's storyline and and for also aladdin too because you know like when you set forth like the a, a rule in a movie you gotta make it 
part of the the plot like you know he gets these three wishes right. and he wants to reserve the last one for for genie and yeah. um at the end i really feel like he got ripped off aladdin or he ripped himself off because there was a, i'll say that there is a transfer of the genie lamp at some point in the movie mm-hmm. when he gets it back shouldn't he have three wishes no, I don't think so because I think the, uh, I, I feel like it doesn't reset. It's just that you have you as a person have three wishes to get when you have the, this lamp, and if it's taken from you, that's on you for not having wished your third wish. But if you ever come back into possession, you still have that that availability. I don't think it's a reset thing. That, that's the way I feel about it. It's like I don't think it resets. I feel like the genie is just like no, you as a person. You know, it's like, it's like when you're using a coupon at a store, it's like one coupon per person. All right. Like, you know, like that kind of a thing. Like, okay. I see. All right. Well, I think that if I go to the cave of wonders twice, I should be able to have six wishes. If you collect another, uh, another lamp from the cave of wonders. Sure. Yeah. But not, not the same genie. It's gotta be a completely different lamp and completely different genie. Oh, you're saying that genies have a max three wishes Per intellectual per in individual. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And it's just like, you know, because otherwise you could just be like, uh, like you could say that you could hold the lamp and be like, I have three wishes. You make three wish or you make two wishes. You drop it on the ground. Be like, oops, I lost the lamp. Pick it back up. Hey, a lamp. I got yeah, three wishes now. I so, okay. Like, Let's talk about attunement then. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it a D thing now so once you attune to it but then but then all you got to do is have a have a partner and then you could just be like you make two wishes you pass it off to your partner mm. they attune to it they make two wishes they pass it back to you and now you got three new that's wishes again fair. it's like that's fair no there's got to be a hard limit i think that when you make your third wish the lamp disappears magically and is back in the cave of wonders yeah and, and, so you gotta and the go back scarab and get thing it. like the scarab thing se- uh, separates and flies away i mean that works but then you you're still you're still getting around it by only doing two wishes and passing it off to a friend I and as see. long as you both only make two wishes and keep passing it back and forth see, that never sounds like a legitimate genie loophole to me yeah well that's yeah. what i'm saying that's why there is no there's no loophole because it's a it's a hard set rule in the aladdin universe where I you see. just as a person only get three this is in the it. animated series you're saying yeah I see. well i don't i don't <laughs> think it's ever mentioned i think i think they just knew i think the writers i think it was just locked up in their heads or maybe they had it written down in their hard notes and everything mm-hmm they were thinking of it, man. Somebody out there was thinking somebody of it. Somebody was thinking about it. It was if in one of their meetings it, where they were just like, all right, it. so if we're going to have a genie and we're going to have three wishes, what are the roles on this? <laughs> yeah, somebody thought of it. Oh, uh, well, you can't kill anybody. And Robin Williams <laughs> just imitated the guy that, that did the count. <laughs> That's what happened. Exactly. Yep. Yep. I like it. <laughs> so uh, I think it's time for closing statements. It is. I love this movie. It was the yeah. highest grossing animated film uh, for two years, and then Lion King beat it. We'll talk <laughs> that soon. Yeah. 
Um, but it's 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 fucking wonderful. The music's beautiful. The the story's beautiful. I love a good romance, and even though these characters have no reason to fall in love as quickly as they do, I think it's justified. The carpet scene is beautiful. The the both their characters are very compelling, and like it's it's okay feeling that they both fall in love. At the same time, you know there is contention between them. He struggles to be who he is, and like that's a huge part of the story, and like. I love that as well. That aspect of the story is amazing. So it's like, I, I feel like it just all works. It all clicks for me. I give it four stars. It's it's one of my favorite Disney It films. is really fucking good. Um, I mean, there might be some things that you can nitpick about this movie. Definitely, if you um, feel very strongly uh, against that cross-casting that I was mentioning before, uh, but that's really the only problem I have with this. And it's, it is literally my favorite childhood movie. I wanted to be Aladdin so much. I also really wanted to be Jasmine. I more That explains wanted... a lot of pickpocketing that happens. I am not, I am talking to somebody about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to Abu? <laughs> talking about, I'm talking to my therapist, Abu. Uh, <laughs> which is really Frank Welker. If you didn't know, Frank Welker has a PhD in psych psychiatry. Yeah, it's fucking and amazing. He, he uses an Abu puppet to <laughs> to do his practice. I fucking love it. Yeah, he's got a Scooby Doo puppet take... too, but that's that's for the kids. Not to not to be mean to Frank Welker, but he doesn't take green people as clients, so oh, that's fun. a little bit racist. Actually, I think I gotta stop seeing you, Frank. That's I appreciate okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Stand I up, know stand that. out against racism. Yeah. So I think <laughs> <laughs> I want to put a put an affidavit there, Frank Welker. I don't I don't think he's racist. That was just a I, stupid no, no, joke. No, no, like, no. don't sue me, I, Frank Welker. I don't want to cancel you. I'm pretty sure he's not amazing. a doctor either. So don't try to make appointments for him for therapy sessions. Uh, you have a doctor named Frank Welker. It's not I, the same guy. Oh, but he uses Scooby Doo and Abu as. Tools. Yeah, he plays with it. He plays with it real I well. See. I thought it was the real Frank Welker. There's actually like a guy at work. Um, there's a I don't remember his name exactly, but it's like he's a member at where I work. His name's and Frank. He Walker? has the name. No, he ha- he has the name of somebody who is now famous, but has like only uh, become famous in like the last fifteen years. And you're not gonna mention and, it because that's against the law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna actually <laughs> mention who he idea. is. Um, but but he's got he's got this like you know famous person's name. But again, that that famous person has only recently become famous, and I'm like, man, how much does that have to suck? That like for the first half of your life, it was You're nothing. Just an you know, you joke. were just yeah, yeah. That was just your name, and now this person became famous, and now everybody like looks at you and you're like, oh, are you related or are you the person? And it's just like now you have to like <laughs> no, spend the rest I of your life being like, look fucking like that no. person. What are you talking about? <laughs> just shut <laughs> up. It's not funny. Like. <laughs> Like if you if you had had to deal with it as a kid, it'd be okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, you'd, you'd be used to it used as an adult. To. Yeah, you've had, you've had found avenues of like workarounds and like yeah. ways to make it work for My you. My name's Madonna, but I have a second name too. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you the Madonna? No, I'm Madonna Brown. That's just Madonna. <laughs> All right, that's the show. We did it. That's the show. I love you guys.
I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Dark Leon. Safe travels and good night. <laughs> Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.